0: All right, cool. Welcome. Episode five of the XU podcast. Um, this is now the second episode that we're going to have with guests. I'm joined by two longtime friends, friends from Providence College, friends that I studied abroad with in Rome, Jake Quinn and Chris Hill. So welcome, boys. What's up, Wood? Yeah. Thanks yeah. for Thank having you. us. Yeah, thanks for having us on the podcast. Yeah, I'm excited to have you guys you guys were awesome cuz I texted you last week. I was like, "Hey, I want to do a podcast with you guys. Let's let's get into it." And we here we are like 5 days later actually doing it, which is awesome. <laughs> so, appreciate you guys giving some time just to kind of talk about it. The reason I asked you both to be on the the podcast, be on the show is these guys just went to EDC about 3 weeks ago now, almost almost 3 weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 3 you know, weeks. Three weeks yeah. So,
0: EDC Vegas, which is, you know, a pretty big monster destination for any big fan of electronic music. Um, I would say it's one of the top, definitely one of the top American festivals, maybe right behind ultra. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said, we've been friends for years going back to college. Um, we've done our fair, fair share of shows together as well. Um, Chris and I were just saying we saw Nora and pure last week at the grand in Boston, which was pretty wild. Um, so before we dive into like the whole EDC, you know, wormhole and everything that comes with it, like given a quick background on your guys' EDM career, I guess you can say, or how you got into it, when mm-hmm. was the era that you guys really started? Because I mean, going to EDC Vegas, right. you're a pretty big fan, clearly. <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't gotta, know if you gotta, Jake, you, you want to go first of like kind of sure. your background. I'm sure it's probably similar, but...
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably similar and I... Probably describe myself as more of a casual EDM fan, like, especially compared to some of the people that were there. Our group was more of like the, I don't know, like the popish mainstream-looking people. Like, as soon as you walk in, you see like the chicks not wearing, just wearing like the nipple things, and like people (laughs) have- The ravers. Right, the ravers, and we were just kind of trying to fit in, but I don't know, I would say during college- Kind of like anyone else, I mean, go to parties and listening to EDM music, and then kind of like evolves into, I don't know, a genre of music that you'd listen to, like studying or working, and I don't know, I, I guess casual is the way i would describe it and i'm guessing you're probably similar
0: yeah I, I would agree with jake it was kind of the when you go around and ask people like who their favorite artists were at ec like you would realize that you are kind of the like mainstream individual when they singer. say someone you've never heard of before in your life oh you're like uh like oh Kai yeah that or, like, should be good <laughs> yeah but in terms of like edm music it's similar to jake like just going to parties and then like going on SoundCloud was huge for me. Just the various remixes and seeing all the playlists from everyone. It it was also cool to like just like connect and then especially when you're like at the library or just studying, just listening to music and grinding. It's just such an uplifting tune is what I'm more into. So that mm-hmm. kind of just keeps me going, which that's, is why I'm a big fan of it. It's a good point with the sound.
1: I feel like freshman year of college when you yeah. thought, like started to really dig into SoundCloud and it starts <laughs> with the remixes and then kind of just like unravels from there
0: yeah you and and soundcloud is definitely i think where people take their love of dance music and they kind of find their own way in terms of like you can find your own path and i feel like i haven't even cracked the like cracked the surface of soundcloud and i'm I'm on there all the time it's like kind of like an uncharted territory but clearly you guys you know love dance music like many people like in just the sense of it's a like fun enjoyable digestible genre mm-hmm. of music i know both of you are also into other like big fans of other genres of music as well which i think is going to be a cool thing to figure out like how going to an edm based festival was for you guys as I, I would say you guys are maybe more than the casual listener but yeah, as someone who's not like dressing up in you know nipple piercings exactly. or anything like that so
1: in a Like, on top of that, I think going to something like EDC, like, I don't know if you can agree, but, like, listening to EDM or dance music since then is, like, I'm constantly just thinking back to EDC. I feel like it's kind of triggered a new step or like a new level <laughs> yeah it's like a flashback like, it's like it
0: puts you in a trance in a way because it's like you just hear it from then just being surrounded by it versus just having it like in your airpods when you're walking down the street yeah right. seeing 150,000 hundred and fifty thousand people jumping around while you're listening to it it just puts you in that different kind of mental mindset and that's and it's and that's one of the things i wanted to talk about coming into this as well because even as someone who loves electronic music enough to do a podcast about it and is always listening to it I think EDM-based pop festivals, whether it's Ultra, whether it's EDC, Izu, or even like Tomorrowland, while it, I hope to get to one one day, like speaking as someone who's never been to one, they've always been like a little intimidating in the sense of, <laughs> yeah, sure. is that a little much of mm-hmm. like, you know, how many big drops can I right. take over the course of a weekend? So we're going to dive into that. We're going to get to the music. I first kind of want to just hear about the planning that went into you know, because I think this podcast for anyone listening, some people maybe have been to a festival and they're kind of comparing your experience to theirs, but mm-hmm. for myself and I think a lot of people, the idea has always been almost just like an un not an it's a big it's a big thing to right. plan. It's obviously a lot to undertake, so I'm really curious to. How you guys went, when was the moment you were like, all right, we're going to do this. This is, mm-hmm. we're going to go out to Vegas, which is, you know, across the country. That's, uh, that's another thing. You guys went to Vegas as opposed to flying down to Miami, which. Like New York. For yeah, or New or York. Like... Yeah. So this was a legitimate, like, you know, weekend that I'm sure had a lot of planning. So what was that like? Mm-hmm. The group that you guys had, what was the size of the group? If you can like touch on that.
1: Yeah. So it started pre-COVID, like two, two and a half years ago, where our buddy's buddy like ryan foley's friend was going to edc with a group of his friends and foley was thinking about going with them and i think we were drinking like a friday or saturday night and he was like i think i'm gonna buy a ticket i was like all right i'll buy a ticket too so the two of us now have tickets to edc and then all of a sudden we're in the middle of a pandemic so like two years goes by so you're ready to
0: go yeah,
1: and I mean, we I think he pulled up the lineup from the previous year and we were just looking at it like, all right, like I, I don't care how much it is, like 500 bucks here. We're like yeah. we're going to this. And then gets postponed 2 years or whatever. And I think was it when they released the lineup
0: it was was when it like decided to go back on and they released the lineup and they changed the the original date of it right the dates everything like kind of went back into effect Mm -hmm. and that's when I'm pretty sure you texted our group and were like Mm -hmm. just an FYI Foley and I are still going to this and then I started to like think about it a little bit and I remember it was like I don't know it was like a Wednesday I was in the middle of work and then I just started looking at the lineup and just got so invested in it
1: miserable work day and I was
0: just like I just texted Quinn I was like I'm coming Yeah, and I just bought a ticket and sent it to the group, and then at that point it was kind of a flush. After that, like then like Taylor was like, "I'm in," and then like Elena jumped in. So how big was the final crew that you guys went with? Seven, seven. Seven. That's a good number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I started, I shot out text to like random groups, like group my friends. You guys asked me to go a couple of times. We we sent it to our little group too. So it was like that group that we're in where we just talk about music. And then Mm -hmm. it was, I sent it to my friend group from home, my friend group from school. And it was like two people from each group kind of like decided to go. Yeah. So it was like definitely a random group. Like one of my good friends from home, Pergs, went and he didn't know anyone else Other, I mean, he had been around you guys before, but like he just kind of dove in, which was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um and then I guess what was the next step of the planning? Like the hotels? The, the flights mean, this, obviously. As soon as
0: we as soon as everyone we kinda got the group, like we got Brendan, we got Perks, like mm-hmm. then it was like hotels, flights, and then I feel like it was just a just it was just a dead period for yeah. a while. And I'm then waiting. it was just then you just woke up and it was September and you're right. like here it comes. Because we, yeah. <laughs> we
1: needed to lock down, it was flights, hotels, and shuttle passes, and we did that immediately. Okay. And then all of a sudden it was like, all right, and we wait a few months, and yeah. then yeah. there we so go. So
0: kind of touching on that, like, let's start with the tickets, and mm-hmm. as far as buying a, a full weekend pass to EDC, I'm sure you could buy days, but you guys mm-hmm. obviously bought the full weekend pass. Right. Um, When did the, like, did it, was it like, I remember, so I've been to one festival, it was Firefly in Delaware, which is... A good mixed like festival. There was some. I saw Dead Mass there. Like there was Port Robinson was there. I also saw like Kings of Leon and Mumford and Sons and Blink One Eighty Two was there. Um, and I remember that start that got started on Thursday night. I remember mm-hmm. Jai Wolf was like a Thursday night at like seven. They had a couple of shows, kind of like a pre. Was it kind of the same deal or was it a Friday, Saturday, Sunday um, festival in yeah. terms of the pass that you guys bought?
1: We bought a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um... And there was, like, opening events on Friday at, like, 6 that we didn't go to. And then, I don't know, getting there on Friday was a little bit of a shit show because we didn't know what to expect. And there was, I guess, should we get into, like, the shuttles and the logistics? Yeah,
0: or well, well, before we do that, as far as, like, what and part of this conversation I think that's important for people and I think a lot of people are interested in is mm-hmm. what they can realistically expect spending for a weekend like this yeah I've done some dives on like the tomorrowland reddit trying to figure out like what is the budget and obviously there's different tiers and levels but as far as like a three-day pass how much mm-hmm. was that three-day pass it's like 450 450 500 probably after mm-hmm. fees and the then hardout. so Flights and hotels like
1: I think we spent Which like isn't fif- that bad I think we spent f- 1500 to get there so flights yeah. hotels and ticket and we really did not spend that much money there okay yeah, you're definitely teetering 1500 like, all in like 1500 on like just logistics like yeah. not counting spending yeah, money. like
0: just when you get there like it's 1500 like i'd say it's around a $1, thousand 1500 depending on what flights yeah. you do etc like if you're doing non-stops etc but like a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars to just get there yeah and with, i think with your ticket in hand and your shuttle passes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Shuttle
1: which passes is, were big. Which so. is was, like, 75% of them. We probably spent, like... I probably spent, like, two grand, a little over. I don't know. I lost, yeah. like, 300-point blackjack. Yeah, yeah, well, I was going to ask. Is, being yeah, in lost, Vegas, yeah. I
0: imagine that there's, you know, there's casinos. There was probably after parties. But, mm-hmm. okay, so you guys have the three-day pass. You guys get your hotel. Where'd you guys stay? Like, right <laughs> on the strip? <laughs> the <Just laughs> Tropicana. It was hey. off the strip. It, you know, was, it was by it, our shuttle pass. Honestly, <laughs> it was. It's not known for being one of the nicest hotels. Hey, you're spending money to go it see was, the shows, not but uh, not to, not to, it did the deed.
1: Yeah, like, it was definitely the cheapest hotel we could find. But it was funny. I just remember pulling up in the Uber, <laughs> looking at it because it's surrounded by like Mandalay, the MGM, and like, all, all these massive yeah. hotels. And I was just like, oh god, are you shitting me? Yeah, <laughs> it like, was like the window. Like it needed to be repainted. The
0: windows were like. Yeah, are really It looked like Wild like, Wild West at one point, right. like, and then you go inside, it was just, it was a bizarre. And place. while you're not necessarily spending too much time in the hotel, I imagine that sleep is probably, maybe you're not getting a lot of sleep, but like you do for three days, you, yeah. I don't mm. care who you are, you need like some right. recharge, and yeah. we'll get into like when you 100%. guys, um, well, I guess that's kind of like where we'll start is like, so day one comes, like, what was the. Typical day of like getting ready at the hotel, going to at least for day one, like you guys get ready at the hotel. When are you getting to the festival that mm-hmm. first day? Do you want to start? Yeah, so I mean, the first day we wanted to a little be cautious about when to go to the shuttle because basically we we chose these bought these shuttles instead of having to Uber there because it was like 30, 30, 45 minutes to get there. So we bought these shuttles that it was a big advantage because you got to do security before you got to the festival, okay. so you can get, mm-hmm. get through. And get on the shuttle and get to go but we would probably start getting ready every day around 4 30 ish okay and then kind of start pre-gaming like as we're getting ready five yeah. and then try to head down to the shuttles like 5 30 yeah. like 5 15 and there were shows going on all day or is that so really when know. shows started to there happen. was like opening ceremonies at like five and stuff but you had to buy those tickets other yeah. than that like there was the people who were camping at EDC that were already there, could see the shows, but the real, like, actual concert yeah. didn't start until around 7 or 8, so I that's think... when, like, you would start seeing, like, actual names. Yeah, I
1: think we should touch upon the camping, because that was pretty wild. Or, we didn't was an option. that was, an option, it, that know, that was an option, and, like, looking back, I cannot imagine staying... So, at if the... you if you camped, you wouldn't have left this, like motor speedway compound for yeah. the entire trip yeah you would have been in the desert and you would have been days. sleeping in a tent
0: yeah so when i went to firefly we camped we i can't and, imagine but then again like i think it's a different you almost can't compare an edm festival to any other festival mm-hmm. just because of just the nature of kind of the the overall experience of electronic music for you know 72 hours straight so yeah you guys are definitely happy you guys had a hotel to go back to I definitely yeah, was. Uh, I would say, yeah. Because you can
1: kind of turn it off a little bit. Yeah, because like, the cause, camping
0: during the day, like, the there, <laughs> whole part of EDC is there's an EDC week from Tuesday to Tuesday. There's concerts going on yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. But the main festival is Friday through Sunday. But the EDC camping, there are concerts going on all day yeah. during the day. So, like, you could be in your tent just so hungover, yeah. and there will be just be a DJ blasting at the pool party, like, could, probably a couple hundred feet oh from your tent. God. They
1: also had, like, I forget what some of the activities were, but I remembered seeing, like, they would post them on their Instagram, it was, like, goat yoga, yeah. and it was people just, like, yeah. waking up and doing yoga with, like, goats crawling on their backs and yeah. stuff, I was like... That would be interesting, but i I'm Now, not they sure probably also right.
0: had, like, an RV, like, uh, yeah, lot you could, that you, you, could you could do RVs, too, yeah. which yeah. probably wouldn't be a bad way to go about if, just to kind of take away, but I I imagine that the hotel was a nice, um, you know, Definitely. break. It's like, you know, come up for air a little bit, right. like, yeah. go back to the hotel, reset. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, kind of diving now into the music and, like, the actual festival, how many stages were there? How did you guys kind of go about planning mapping out your day. I think I remember when I was at the festival, like one of the funnest parts about a festival is kind of mapping out like, all right, here's what we're doing today. Um, So tell me a little bit about like the overall festival grounds, the amount of stages, like kind of where you guys hung out the most Mm -hmm. um, and how that looked.
1: So I guess I'll try and like paint the picture. So we get off the bus and like Chill said, you get security done before you get on the bus. So when you get off the bus, you can kind of like run right in, and as soon as you walk in, it's definitely a little overwhelming. Like there's just lights and like it's like carnival rides and stage here, stage there,
0: beer tents,
1: beer and tent, like, and it's then literally like, the electric sky. Right, we had yeah. the Camelbacks, so we we're like half the group went to fill up the Camelbacks, half the group went to grab drinks, oh, yeah. and then like we met up and we're like, all right, where are we going? But I guess going back a little bit. They have an app that was money. Like I was going to ask how the app was. Yeah, there's an app and it basically has the lineup and there's a heart next to each artist so you like heart your favorite artists mm-hmm. and it kind of just pulls those into a lineup so that way you kind of know. It makes it a lot easier to like figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. So we had a rough idea going in and then how many stages? I guess there were three big stages that we Frequent, yeah, probably
0: three main, and then all in all, probably like 14 stages or something like that. And like,
1: the stages were separated by, I guess, like subgenre. So, <laughs> the first stage, what was that stage called? It was called Wasteland. Yeah, so the first stage you see when you walk in is like on your left, and it's called Wasteland. And I swear to God, they were playing the same song for three days, and it was just like headbanging like people going fucking oh, nuts. Like someone taking like a scissors to like a DJ crazy, void, like Crazy intense. And then across some head, Just some
0: headbanging like you guys and myself included probably wanted nothing to no, do exactly with Exactly what he was saying terrifying. on the more like mainstream side like when we walked in like that was our first yeah. impression. We were like if you like, got separated from the group and found yourself at the wasteland stage like, to the, go yeah, yeah, yeah. Ton- I would be sitting at the entrance <laughs> waiting to go home.
1: So then I guess across like if you exited the crowd at this wasteland stage there's like a path and then on the other side there's this ride and oh, the spinny ride i don't exactly know how to explain it but it's like an arm a revolving arm that's spinning around and then the arm has little cages off of it and then those cages spin separately from the revolving <laughs> yeah, it's like a vortex so like... there were people leaving wasteland going to these cages, and, like, just being flipped and spun, and, and then, like, going back, back to Wisman. <laughs>
0: there were some gnarly people at the festival. There were some very gnarly oh, yeah. people. Every, there was a person of every single type of genre at that festival. Yeah. yeah. So Overall, then, the... Well, not go ahead. Sorry. So,
1: then, like, off to your right is was Kinetic Field, and that's where Friday, I think we were there, like, the whole
0: time. Is it, that the main was, stage, or... The, the main interactive, like, it's, like, their one they like to, like, do all the shows. Was that with the owl? Stuff? Yeah, that was yeah, one yeah. with the owl. Yeah, yeah, so there yeah. were, yeah, I would
1: say Kinetic was the main, and then Circuit Grounds was, like, another main one. But, so the first night we went to Kinetic, and that's where, like, Kygo, Smokers, Nicky Romero, Loud Luxury. So that was, like, much more our scene. Yeah. Um. So Friday night we were pretty much there the whole time.
0: Yeah. Friday, yeah, Friday we were there the whole time. I'd say Kinetic. I mean, the way the stages work at EDC is the stages all stay the same every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're all, circuits always going to be the same. The only one that changes every year is Kinetic. It's still called Kinetic, but they changed the mix-ups. Like, next year, it won't be an owl. Yeah, it'll like be it's a just different the layout. Or, but that's... Yeah. They do the stages the same every year. It's just the the only one that's different is Kinetic, because that's the one they usually have all the visual effects. How like was, show. how was like, the Kinetic's stage? Was it pretty so impressive? So, it got it was... better.
1: <laughs> it got marginally better each day. Like, they... What was the main, like, the eyes? The so eyes, like, like, like,
0: gradually, the pupils, like, got bigger and bigger so, every day. Right, the, like, first day, <laughs> the first day, the
1: owl's eyes were just completely black, and there wasn't as much, like, head movement and stuff, yeah. and then the second day, there was color in the eyes, okay. and then by the third night, the eyes were, like, blinking. Yeah, like, and, zooming and, in and, and out, Yeah, like, and yeah. the <laughs> owl's head was, like, rotating 180 degrees. Oh, my God. So, that was pretty sweet. They definitely... So, you guys kind of
0: hung there. out there the first day, mm-hmm. you said?
1: Yeah, and the schedule worked out that way. Like, we, if we picked, like, exactly who we wanted to see, we would have been there for, like,
0: five yeah. out of the six. That months. was a good thing, like, bringing back to, like, what we talked about the group-wise, the size. Like, I thought our group was perfect mm-hmm. because, like, there is a 200,000 people there a day, mm-hmm. and... Other than that, like you, if you lose someone, there's no cell service in there. Yeah, right. So you will be Re- lost. So they no totem for you guys. No totem. No. You guys I mean, that's one walk- thing. We had Brendan, who's six, six Brendan, foot eight. So the totem would have been cool, though. It would have been a <laughs> yeah. lot
1: nicer, like in case we got separated to yeah. find. But no, we didn't.
0: Okay, and then for as far as like being at the, because you were just talking about how many people there are and how mm-hmm. easy it is to get lost as far as being at kinetic stage or one of the main, one of the more popular stages, mm-hmm. I think at art, you know, we're 25, 26. Like one thing I found with going to shows, is like I can't really do like the sardine crowd as much as like, oh, yeah. you know, and obviously the closer mm-hmm. you get, were you guys able to find like a decent spot? How was the crowd? How like, you know, was? Yeah. how are the overall vibes of, the shows that you were at in terms of, I know obviously what was going on at Wasteland was like, stay away from <laughs> there. But um, the overall, I guess, like vibe of the entire festival, I remember the festival I went to was just like, you know, people high-fiving each other, people in good spirits, like just happy that they're there mm-hmm. walking around. Did you guys find that it was tough to find a good spot where you could kind of just like um, have your mm-hmm. group or? That was like the most
1: surprising thing to me from the whole festival, I think, was it was... The crowd was massive, like, the biggest crowd I've ever seen or been in in my life, but it was not packed at all. Like, you had awesome. room to move you or, could like, find dance. a space. Like, we had a group of eight people, and we were, like, yeah. dancing around yeah. with plenty of space, and we were close to the stage. Yeah,
0: you would feel like you were the sardines way when you're, like, walking out to go to the bathroom and stuff like that, yeah. but when you're in there, like, mm-hmm. we would create our own space. Plus, we had, what, eight eight heads? Yeah. So, we could create our own little circle, and, like, we would always form it, because then we would just have a dance yeah. circle, like, mm-hmm. in the center for all of us, so.
1: Yeah, it was very, and, like to touch upon the vibes like you were saying it was i don't know i feel like if you go to like a club or whatever and see stuff it's like most people are drunk like everyone's kind of just like sweaty and shoving together but yeah it was like i think a lot of people were rolling and taking like other types of yeah. drugs which i think helps
0: i would imagine they were
1: but it was super like the whole plural like peace law yeah. unity yeah. like everyone high five yeah uh, like, what's, what's
0: called candy yeah, and that girl gave candies. me candy, and she was like, "Peace, love, unity," and yeah. I was like, "What? <laughs> yeah. It are was,
1: you doing?" We didn't see. There were 150,000 people there, and we didn't see a single like one fight, one yeah. Like, candy and it's thing. pretty
0: amazing, especially like not to like harp on like what happened with the Astro World thing. I was this gonna week, say, but yeah. like, I think electronic music, and I personally, I'm sure you guys have been well, like, I've been watching these live streams of these festivals, mm-hmm. from Tomorrowland, Ultra, going back. From to like high school like and just watching these videos and obviously it always looks amazing so it's awesome to hear that like you know you get there and there's you know in a, in a world of like you know god knows what's happening and like security but like usually i i find or at least i found at the festival i went to and it sounds like it was the same thing as like overall like the faculty members are helpful like people are nice people are like friendly looking out for each other and and that's awesome and i think that goes back to the music that you're listening to like you are know, not trying to start a fight while you're listening to Kaigo just like right. you know it was more Friday of like night. a it was like a culture in a way like even when we were going to get drinks and stuff like mm-hmm. they were all over it like vibe into like the music mm-hmm. whatever stage was near yeah. like, they would love our outfits whatever like, you could hear yeah. yeah it was kind of like everyone was everyone was there for the same reason so everyone yeah. was there in like their own culture aspects so that part was so cool cuz you could see people you don't even know and then you start singing Yeah, like, the lyrics also, together and stuff yeah. like that also so you guys were really you know cool. you guys were at a festival after A ridiculous year and a half of no music. People were probably so built up for that experience, which probably made it that much more special. The artists included.
1: Yeah, plus... Well, yeah, that was pretty cool, too. So there were some artists... I'm trying to think of a good example. But, like, if you blew up in the past two years, you probably hadn't played a big festival. Yeah. So there were people there... I'm trying to think of who it was, but someone... One of the DJs, it was like their first time playing a big festival, and they were like, This is so fucking insane. Yeah. You guys have no idea how stoked I am. I'm sure you're having a good time, but like, I'm having a better time. Yeah, that's awesome. So it was like, and especially like Nicky Romero was talking about, he was like, Came over from Amsterdam for this. Yeah. I could not fucking wait as
0: soon as they put this date out. Yeah, these festivals are not only like, it's like the Super Bowl for these DJs. mm -hmm. Like, it's where they bring their new music, it's where they're. Um, which I'm sure you guys heard a ton of that you Mm -hmm. probably are still trying to find. And I'm sure like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, the set looking up the set list and obviously they streamed a ton of it. So it was awesome watching that, um, as far as like shows go. So now like we've talked about kind of the stages, the layout of the festival, um, kind of where you guys hung around, let's dive into some of the shows that you guys saw. Mm -hmm. Why don't we just start with like the first night and like go throughout the weekend and then we'll kind of circle back like. As far as who were, like, the big shows that you guys were looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing and, and that you saw.
1: Yeah. Do you want to talk first night?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the first night, like, we just walked around, obviously, like, going to see some stages and other, like, artists. But the first one was Nicky Romero mm-hmm. for us the first What night, time was that on Friday? Was that? Eight, I think it was... 8.30? Eight? Eight I thought it was, like, 9.30 yeah, or that's something. That's possible. But it was just, like, we had not... We haven't been to any concert in yeah. two years or whatever. And was that the first one you guys saw or was that the first one that you guys had like on the There was like, someone before that. Yeah. Was it was Loud Luxury before that? Nikki was on at nine PM. Oh, uh uh Frank Walker and Sid Sa- oh, in right, around yeah. before. Mm-hmm. But Like I'd probably say, like our first like full experience was Nicky Romero, Mm -hmm. and just being there like with all the lights and everything playing like that was when we were up close. Yeah,
1: yeah, being really close to the stage. And it was like
0: after a full day of traveling, like all like Like, twenty four hours, like that was the moment. You guys were all there. It was just traveled out. It was surreal. It was unbelievable. Like he was playing banger after banger. Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. he'd mix for a little bit, come back to a banger. Playing Friday at the Grand. Just gym, oh my just god! Just <laughs> um, but it was just like I mean, the artists just like hearing them and they're interactive and the visuals and the sounds. and just everyone mm-hmm. going nuts. Like there was just no. It was just nonstop euphoria. Mm-hmm. Like for going for just keep it just kept going. Do
1: you mind just reading the Friday kinetic? Yes. Yeah, it's when, like loud lux, Chainsmokers, it went, Nicky Romero,
0: Loud Luxury, Don Diablo, Chainsmokers, Alesso, Seven Lions, Don Diablo, so, was sweet yeah. too, and I kind of forgot. About about I feel him. like we've always kind of loved Don Diablo, yeah. like going back to like when we studied abroad together. But see, like even hearing that, like list of like five, six, like power. Any of those world's How did you guys go? About, how did you guys go about like pacing yourself almost, or not? Like, or <laughs> was it kind of like it tough. You know, it's tough it to tough. almost pace yourself because you're just mm-hmm. so. The moment, and you kind of just keep it going. Like Friday night, I died out kind
1: of early, which was like maybe my biggest regret. I mean, I don't have any regrets, but if I were to change something, I probably would have tried to like extend my Friday night because I kind of died out like
0: middle, so which obviously wasn't ideal, yeah. But but at a certain point, like you can only like, these shows take right. a lot out of it. They do. Like yeah, the you gotta go take, you gotta go take breaks. I mean, yeah. the Friday night, it was kind of like, you're going in and you're just like, you're going all out. But then, then we yeah. learned the next two days, like, actually how to plan it and kind of adjust yeah. it. Mm-hmm. The
1: Camelbacks uh, are a, a must-have. Like must-have. if have. you are ever going to a music festival,
0: it's... You need water. You need one, yeah. You would finish yeah. an eight-ounce bottle of water. How was getting seconds. water? How was, like, refilling? Was that... Smooth with that, like, yeah, you guys. The hardest part of it was
1: refilling the actual bag. The, the things were so the <laughs> pumps were like motion censored, so it was like three in the morning. We we're like trying to stick our hand, like, at one point, and they, they were like, like jets. At one point, someone was helping me, and like the bag slipped out of my hand, and they just got fucking soaked. <laughs> like, oh, they so would sorry. just the workers would just die laughing at us because we'd have no idea yeah. how to work the machines, but there wasn't like. Logistically, like, the lines, there weren't bad lines to Yeah, film. I mean, the, like, the longest part of the line was getting out of the stage yeah. to go get the water. And you only had to fill them up a couple twice times. a night. Yeah, Because yeah. I
0: think it was, like, two liters in it. Because so. we'd also had each other, too. So if your bag yeah. ran out, it'd be like, yo, Quinn, can I grab, like, mm-hmm. a squirt of water, etc.? Like, yeah. that's okay. just how it went. So, yeah, in- I guess in- instead of going through each show that you guys saw, like, so that was Friday. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys saw probably, what, like... 20 shows throughout mm. the weekend, which is yeah. insane in three days. Which, by yeah. the way, going back to the price of, like, a $500 ticket right. is As not course, that great. We just said like Swedish-ass mafia is 300 yeah, for one-for-one yeah, one exactly. artist. Like, we, we just named, like, seven that could yeah. all be 300 Um. So, I guess a question I'll start with is, like, Favorite set of the weekend, Mm -hmm. taking away, and then, like, most disappointing set that you guys were kind of just like...
1: We're going to have the same most disappointing. Yeah, that's for sure. I'll start with favorite. (laughs) Uh, Mine was Lane 8, and I know you love Lane 8. I
0: did not ask him to say that. I swear (laughs) that...
1: I was so excited when you said that. So, we talked... We, like, briefly mentioned a group chat we had earlier, and, like, would you mingle and...
0: Ro- uh, Roman, Roman yeah.
1: love Lane 8, and like, I, it's alright, like, I was always like, I I like Lane 8, I don't love Lane yeah. 8, like, I'll listen to it when I'm working a little bit, and he seems like a cool guy, but going, <laughs> seeing his set at EDC, like, completely flipped my opinion I'm, of him, it yeah. was, it was Saturday night, and it was after a gap, so we had like an hour of like, no one we really wanted to see, And I was like, oh, Lane 8, like, we we gotta see Lane 8, he's playing at Circuit Grounds, which this stage is basically, like, a horseshoe of video boards that, like, encapsulate the crowd of however many, like, tens of thousands of people that were there. He was, he was the last night. He was on. Oh, that was Sunday? That was Sunday. Because remember, like. It was after, like, that hour-long gap, yeah. Yeah. Um, And, like, as soon as it started, like, the, it, it was just, like, a the mix of the video effects and the music and the crowd and like the waiting period we had just gone through was insane and then it just song after song kind of like evolved and basically put you in a trance
0: and i imagine as speaking as a big lane eight fan that it was probably like a really refreshing set to hear just unique different like you know it's chiller music, but he also probably brought it pretty some hard and all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Even by bringing it, though, it was, like, super, like, everyone, you could be on this, you could be doing the same dance move the whole entire time. Yeah, everyone yeah. was kind yeah. of in
1: yeah. unison, like, everyone yeah. was on the exact same vibe. Um, That's all. I was
0: so excited when you guys said that. And man.
1: like you said, kind of a change-up, like, it was so much different than anything else. Like, I feel like what most DJs were doing was, like, some remixes, some originals, and some mixing. And then we went to this, and it was just, like, one long, like, transitioning, but, Mm. like... Bangers to just melodies, sing so like, alongs. Yeah, it was it, unbelievable. I'm doing That's a awesome. terrible job explaining it, but I think that can kind of help you like picture the environment yeah. and like what was going on. Yeah, and so also me, like I'm sure like
0: it was, if it was at the end of the weekend, you guys just had like this. You got your guys' crew probably got so close over the three days. Right. Yeah, you know, obviously you guys are great friends to begin with, but mm-hmm. doing that experience of a weekend together and like having one of those like final moments on a Sunday night, I <laughs> imagine. And and I also think like. Sunday by Sun by the time Sunday comes along, you guys must have been pretty dead. Like I don't know if there was ever a moment where you guys wanted to like throw the white flag and be Definitely like, not, like but I, "You can't even leave until three a.m. because the shuttles don't leave." Until right. three. that
1: was the other thing. <laughs> so and I also I guess I remember looking up during Lane Eight. So all of the DJs, how many DJs did you play? Like two hundred DJs across the three days, uh, more. So every DJ flew in and out on a helicopter, whether they were coming from Vegas, like. It was, like, 45 minutes, so they weren't fucking driving. So they really yeah. come from, like, L.A. or Vegas. And if you looked up at any point, it was just helicopters coming
0: in and That's out. That's pretty cool.
1: It was pretty sweet. Um, I guess I'll save my disappointing if you want to yeah.
0: give your hey, favorite. Well, one thing just to add on to Lane 8, too, like, one of the best parts was, like, Quinn and I, like, you know, like, we're in the group chat with you. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, like, we love Lane 8. But one of the coolest parts was... Uh, Brendan Kilcoin and Perks have just never heard of Lane Eight. Yeah. Like didn't know of him anything. Like they knew a couple maybe. Perks is Perks is and then when we got to this concert like when he started performing like Every song after song, it's just like, they just have never heard that. I'm before. convinced yeah. that
1: you could have taken anybody, regardless of whether or not they liked EDM, whether or not they even liked music, and put them there, and, like, just had them take everything in. Like, I can't imagine a single person not enjoying yeah. that. Yeah,
0: and now, like, both of them, like, they would say the same thing. Lane 8 was their number one. Brent yeah. Kilcoyne's already bought a ticket to the Lane 8 concert. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. lost, like, six live concerts oh, already. It's like, awesome. So into it. Yeah, yeah, but, I like, Lane 8's and i i saw i've talked about it on this podcast and i'll do my quick lane eight plug but like lane eight when i saw him it was just like a beautiful live music experience yeah it's an experience yeah it's incredible (laughs) it's not even like just like tossing on a playlist it's like you're actually like in it it's like a different genre of just like you can't even really loop it into like edm or like dance music it's because it's like a genre of its own but all right was would you say that was your favorite too or did you no, have know so that... i mean laney was definitely top three for me uh but my number one i mean going into the show i knew it was going to be my number one was kago and it yeah. was sunday night it, he, he performed um, he closed Ash- out the festival or? he didn't close it out but he was the last he was like, the one headliner yes. it was the coolest well not the coolest part but one of the best parts about kago was that it was at kinetic okay. and at kinetic this year they had drones and they had these little, like, thousand little light-up drones that they could control in the sky, like, and, and change into shapes and stuff. And this was over the owl, while the eyes are bugging, yeah. this head's spinning. Mm-hmm. And when Kago came out, like, you know Kygo. yeah, Everyone knows Kygo. Yeah. He was just, a, like Quinn said, a lot of DJs would mix for an hour or mix for 30 minutes and play some head songs. Like, he was just non-stop for an hour and a half straight bangers. Yeah, like, Was he, it your first time seeing him? Kyo in person, yeah. yeah, and it was just like That's awesome. every single person was just in such a good mood, and it was so funny because yeah. it was in the aftermath of our least favorite performance, right? Yeah, which um, was Cascade. Cascade, really. It was the most it disappointing was just, set. Oh, he played maybe one,
1: one or two songs, it was just mixing for like an hour, yeah, and it, and was, it was like the same beat, beat and stuff like, like that. Like, we so got like,
0: to a point where we we're like. Get off the stage. Chicago oh, like, wow. was right after too. It was so, like, right before Kygo. We wanted to secure our spot for Kygo, too, yeah. and like I actually was, just... was reading in the EDM Reddit about like, or the, I think I was looking in the EDC Reddit, mm-hmm. and people were saying that the Cascade set was a little disappointing. So
1: some people, we were in the Reddit too, and like it was super polarizing. Like I think most people were saying like we were like very disappointing, but then there were some people that were saying it was their favorite set of the
0: weekend. Yeah, which we were just like. I don't know if it's just different tastes. Well, and... I mean, and I, I, I made, like, when I first started this podcast, I made it very clear that, like, I'm not here to tell anyone. I'm not, like, I'm the last person that knows, like, the ins and outs of different genres of EDM and mm-hmm. what's subhouse and what's progressive yeah. rock and, you know, all these different <laughs> names. Like, sure, I love electronic music. Like I listen to all of it, but... There can definitely be like gatekeepers, I think, of like definitely. certain artists, like the people at wait. Like one of the ideas that I have for this podcast is like getting somebody who like spends their time at Wasteland mm-hmm. and just ha- talking to them yeah. and being like, "What do you fo- like? Why do you love?" That.
1: By the end of the show, I'm sure you'd be like on the same. Page <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So um, that's that's interesting though. The Cascade was a disappointment. Another point about Kago, too, because it it brings it back to, like, Louis the Child, who was also phenomenal. Louis the Child was awesome. And Actually, sorry to
1: cut you off, but they were kind of to the point I was talking about earlier, where, like, obviously they were big before it, and I'm sure they played played festivals before, but they were, like, between songs at the end, one of them went up there and was, like, really just, like, honest, and he was like, this is so fucking amazing. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know if we'd ever be doing this again, like... I can't thank you guys enough for being here. This is the highlight of our
0: careers. And when they like, like leading off that point, it was like Louis the Child and Kygo is another one. Is they incorporated like actual performers with them? Right. Louis the Child, like his great song "Free," he brought out Drew Love and Mm -hmm. performed. Kygo brought out. I don't even know the guy's name, but his new song is <laughs> undeniable. Song. Something from it. Sam from X
1: ambassadors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It but it was awesome. just the songs. Awesome. It dude. was it
0: unbelievable live. It was like it was probably top three song that I was, saw. That was really cool. But Louis the Child when free came on, like incorporating because usually the DJs are just doing like the boom boom, boom yeah. all the time. But when they brought live music on, like while they're DJing yeah. like, with all the lights, that that's when you are really like, cool. holy and shit! And it's funny you like, say that because I've actually always been a proponent of. I'm usually not a fan of the live artist that comes out, whether it's a singer or, like, typically just a singer. I usually I usually think it doesn't translate as well as, like, they intended to. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. with that being said, on a weekend of just constant DJs behind boards, like, having a change-up like that Definitely. probably was, you know, awesome. Just to have, like, a little bit... Because, again, going back to what I was saying earlier is I love electronic music so much, but even... I am, like, willing to admit that, like, going to three days of nonstop, like, bass mm-hmm. electronic music, at a certain point, you're probably, like, gosh, this is, like, you know, a little, like, a little over the, over the top, but I guess things like that and, th- like, changes of scenery, whether it's different stages is, like, kind of how you go about, like, combating that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and there were definitely points where I was, like, holy shit, I gotta go home, but then, like, when we were leaving on Sunday, I did not want to leave. Yeah. we, like we, we they over Right. So, we you know. ran to, like, three different stages to catch the last few people performing. <laughs> <Like> Snake hits. <laughs> set, the set the sky. Grasping at, like, right. don't, be like don't be over, don't be over. There's got to be someone else playing right now. Just, like, running across the motor speedway trying to find that last yeah. stage.
0: Now, were there any, like, after parties going on at... at Ho- I'm sure there were, there like, were. in <laughs> Vegas that you guys, like, even thought about doing? I know you said you went and obviously... You're in Vegas, so, like, mm-hmm. you got to go to the casinos, and, like, you got to do that, yeah. but um, what was that scene like as far as after parties go? Did you guys not even really, <laughs> like, go to... Yeah, we didn't. I mean, like, the first... and the first three days, like, the first day, I, I I got home at, like, 5.30. The second day, it was an earlier day, we got home at, like, 4.30, mm-hmm. and then the last day, we didn't get home until, like, 7 a.m., so it's, like... <laughs> When you get back, you're, like, so exhausted. It's like and at I, a certain point, it's like... And it I, I couldn't even bad. remember, <laughs> like, you what are, our app like. What, remember I said my Apple Watch was for yeah. us? Like, we were burning, like, I looked at my Apple Watch in the morning, and it said, like, from the night of dancing, we burned around, like, four, <laughs> 13 to 14 miles, 30k plus steps, and, like, 2,000 <laughs> calories each. If yeah.
1: you wanted to go to something else, the event would have been, like, the midday... Pool parties at the yeah. like Wet Republic and stuff because the go, DJs, be, go
0: before you go to the right. Festival. It would yeah. be like a
1: pre-game for the yeah. festival, but, but those start at eleven. And they were some of them were legit. <laughs> like Garrix played Chris Saturday Lake, during the Don, day. Uh, Chris Lake yeah. was one day. Dylan Francis uh, was Sunday. But if you're going to that, you're <laughs> what time would you have to be there? Was it like two or three? I mean, I just kidding. Like different breed fat. of people right. who are
0: like you know really you know it's like again at a certain point how much. Those like are the people that were probably this, yeah. passed out on the ground. If you yeah. Say, so, so you'd so. be
1: there. You would have gone to the day party from like two to six, gotten dinner, got on the shuttle. Gotten... Nice that it started
0: later, though. Yeah, definitely. That you guys really would get there around right? like five or six or seven. Yeah, because or... we, I mean, we did it perfectly. We'd wake up and we'd go get brunch and just start like drinking around eleven, twelve to just get us back and get it on the yeah. roll, go mm-hmm. gamble a little bit, go mess around in Vegas, yeah. and then you look at your clock and it's four and you yeah. just, you're like, Oh shit. Like I have to go do this again. Every yeah. day we were
1: like, Oh fuck. we got to start getting ready. <laughs> yeah. And then you start getting but then ready. Then once you
0: get there, it's like, all right, and now
1: we're here. You, and like, as soon as you start getting ready, like I feel like when you get out of the shower, you're like, all right, let's yeah, yeah, you put on your like crazy game. outfit. And you're like, let's go. Yeah. Um,
0: I've got two more questions. One is just like a funny low point that mm-hmm. you guys, like what was each of yours? Like just low point, whether it was like, from being tired, from being like, too fucked up from being, like, whatever, like, at a point where you were just, like, you know, somebody help me, like, get me out of here, get me home. Did you guys have that? Like, was there any low points? Uh, I had two low points. (laughs) one of them was
1: losing my wallet oh my god and then the other one was just having to use the porta potty and being like holy shit what is going on oh my right god now? the time where we had to piss on the side yeah. of the port potty yeah. well, when Garrett's was time. going on was, yeah.
0: you mean, did, did you find your wallet or no no so, <laughs> what day did you lose it Friday.
1: So, Friday? I, the smartest thing I've ever done though is like before we're leaving the hotel room, I have my wallet with like, I don't know, you got like 30 cards in your wallet in yeah. cash. I was like, this is stupid. Like, I'm just going to bring my license and like a credit card because this is all I need. Yeah. And I lose my wallet all the fucking time. So, like, who knows yeah. what's going to happen. So, It didn't really. I don't know. There was like ten minutes when I realized it was gone, where everyone was looking for it, and then I was just like, "All right, stop! Like this is stupid. It's gone. Yeah, just enjoy the weekend. Right. it Doesn't really matter. And then the porta potty. Gnarly. Gnarly, and you're in there, and if you're like if you're anywhere in there, it's loud. So you're in the porta potty, and it's like.
0: (laughs) shaking the world it's like an earthquake no matter where you go yeah not to mention you're probably not in a state that (laughs) can be in a box if you're in there you're down bad I mean you can imagine at 3am with the stages varying from like (laughs) Kyga's with (laughs) a child to Wasteland people in the poor body areas Wasteland should almost have their own it was dark it was pretty dark
1: I would agree it should be fenced in with like a (laughs) small (laughs) gate (laughs) (laughs) there should be like security guards working there so I kind of hijacked that but do you have a a low point
0: uh yeah i mean i would say it was just mostly like the porta potties or honestly it was just like the the fact that our group was so like small and like tight was perfect because if someone had to go to the bathroom when we were walking across say go to kinetic to circuit you would have to just wait in the middle and like you feel like so annoyed like oh i can't go to the stage yeah but you like just knew like no matter what that's why a totem's good it's yeah. just like to- we definitely. had a totem when we went to a festival and it was uh, yeah it was awesome but yeah. even then it's like if a totem like no like taylor or like yeah, Foley, yeah. or like or elena like that's so yeah. hard for people to push through like mm-hmm. you need like a good group to push yeah, through like even definitely. then yeah other than that how like, long was the walk no from point. like what was the farthest walk you guys would do stage to stage circuit So Circuit
1: Grounds, the one where we saw Lane 8 and Kinetic were on complete opposites. But the walk, it's like, the whole thing is a carnival. And it's every, you're walking through tunnels that are covered in bright lights. lights. Like, everything is designed to be an enjoyable experience.
0: And you get distracted. You get very distracted. The amount of times we would walk past a ride... Or, like, a random mm-hmm. thing you go take photos with, we'd be like, yo, let's do this, let's go rip it. And then yeah. we you stand in line for one minute and we're like, yeah, what are we doing? Or
1: even like a <laughs> tiny stage. So there were probably like six main stages, and not oh, like, main be- stages, like base but pod, six, six legit six, stages. Yeah. And then, like, the, there was like Corona Beach Pod, which was oh, like, that one was crazy, dude. It was like they put down <laughs> a bunch of sand and it was like Corona themed, but there was a DJ on it, probably like fifty people. Those were so kind of headbangers too. So we were walking past, and we're like, "Wow, this is fucking sick." So we'd like hang out there for a little while. So like getting from end to end took yeah. a while, but it was not—it was an experience yeah. in itself.
0: Um, I have one other two more questions. I said I said mm-hmm. two, but um, DJs you didn't get to see that lot, you wish no, you, like because lot. of scheduling. Like a so, many. okay. There was a lot that you. I mean, like, I Zed, that. Zen, Zed, uh, Red, Audien, uh, Eric Prids uh yeah. Who else? I'm trying to think. Sometimes did DJ Snake. I guess we did see him, I guess, a little bit. So oh, there was, Tiesto, Tiesto, Diplo. Uh, man. There were a lot. There's got to be some casualties, though. Like yeah, you got, like sometimes I mean. you you got to just cut. You got to cut the cord if you want to, like you know. Yeah, I mean we were first timers, so it's like you gotta you make. Go, sense. You gotta go see who everyone wants to see. Yeah. they would also. They also like. You guys ever split up? Did anybody ever go like we're gonna go see these guys? The you know, only we, time we ever split up is when we went to go see Lane Eight, mm-hmm. and Foley and Taylor went to go <laughs> on the Ferris on wheel. On the Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Foley, if you do hear this. <laughs> That's brilliant. Like, <laughs> he, when he was on so the show, we, we were at our concert. favorite show of
1: the weekend. <laughs> well, like, in the, in the line, I think the line was too long, so they didn't end up going on it. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they yeah, well, end they up mean, ended up coming to Lane 8. Though, when, we, yeah, yeah, half, when we
0: were at our favorite yeah. set of the weekend, they were on the, waiting on live. Yeah, the no, but I mean,
1: it was impossible to see everyone. It, but I think we did a pretty, yeah, pretty good job. We did
0: a great job planning the next two And days they put sure. like they put
1: Zed and Kaigo on at the same time. Because it's, yeah. it's like there's 150,000 people. Yeah, there. they have you to. can't they have can't, everyone yeah. at Kygo. Yeah. So like they staggered it like that intentionally. On purpose, like, yeah. You're always
0: going to have to like pick your poison. And that's why, honestly, we didn't get to see Griffin. Oh, Griffin was the and only one. And that's why yeah. we're going to see Griffin for yeah, New Year's Eve. Is. I think I'm going have to get my ticket for that. You got it. Last question. One thing you would tell somebody that you wish or like one thing you guys wish you knew going into the weekend mm-hmm. for someone who's maybe thinking of listening to this and thinking about going to an ultra going to a you know v- edc vegas or anything what's one mm-hmm. thing you guys wish you knew going into the weekend
1: i mean if you're thinking about it i would say just do it mm-hmm. um as far as something
0: like there might that not be I like one i, thing I would you... just say like don't let you're like when you said you were intimidated about festivals and stuff don't let your fear like subside you go into it with open expectations because you're going to be surprised and you're going to be happy yeah. about your choice that's awesome
1: yeah i don't know i feel like there nothing really shocked me like i obviously had no idea what to expect going in i guess maybe that would be it. just go in like with an open mind and make sure no you like your group of people too yeah that's another big thing
0: <laughs> go, go with the group of people you like yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair <laughs> awesome with like, guys this was great like i'm really glad we got to do this this was honestly like a conversation that i feel like has been hard to find whether it's on reddit mm-hmm. whether it's like just like a general like here's my review of a edm festival so this yeah. was like super i think interesting and i think a lot of people will grab a lot from this um you guys were the second guest on this podcast or so um, yeah, when this rest. thing when this thing blows up you guys will be uh <laughs> be able to look back and Um, we got to start looking for the next festival to go to. So, yeah. Jay Quinn, Chris Hill, thank you for being on the podcast. This was the fifth episode diving into all things EDC, and I'm sure we'll get you guys back on. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having
1: us. See ya.